Welcome to the Tea Podcast, bringing you the best in news, entertainment, celebrity gossip, social commentary, humor, and LGBTQ lifestyle. This podcast is part of the Urban Wire Media Network, where we shine the light on issues impacting the urban community. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. Treats LLC is a decadent sweet shop that creates exquisite desserts for any occasion. Whether it be for an anniversary, birthday, special event, etc., Seize Treats has you covered. Seize Treats LLC uses the most freshest items and the best chocolates, caramels, and products in the world. Every bite of Seize Treats will leave you wanting more. She's located on the west side of Indianapolis and you can connect with her on social media. She's on Facebook and she's on Instagram. Reach out to her via email at seastreats38 at gmail.com or you can contact her at 317-664-2609. My brothers and my sisters, as we head into the Thanksgiving holiday in the Christmas season, let us adhere to and govern ourselves as it relates to the principles of the law of reciprocity. Let me break it down to you in layman's terms with a few examples. Example 1. 
Shaniqua comes to the family Thanksgiving with six badass kids and her nothing-ass baby daddy who was out on parole, smelling like dank weed, mildew, and Hennessy. She brings no pop, no rolls, no plasticware, absolutely nothing. Yet, she attempts to leave with a trunk full of plates containing leftovers. According to the law of reciprocity, this should not take place. Sorry, Shaniqua, but put those plates back. Example 2, Aunt Jackie picks the greens, she picks the KYs and cleans the KYs, bakes the sweet potato pies, makes the potato salad, and provides the off-brand Kroger Pops. She is entitled and has the first dibs over the leftovers. You latecomers and leeches will just have to wait your turn. In this example, we see how the law of reciprocity is supposed to work. In summary, in life we must give in order to receive. If someone is gracious enough to invite you to partake in the holiday festivities, the least you can do is be appreciative and not run game or take advantage. Happy holidays, season's greetings, or season's beatings. You choose. Welcome to another edition of the Tea Podcast, where we bring you the best in commentary as it relates to LGBT lifestyle, social commentary, politics, and so much more. It's been a while since we've been on, but we are definitely back, and we are back for a pre-Thanksgiving episode. And as always, we do have... Jonathan Crockett and Ethan Cripps with us again. Hello. Glad to be back. <laughs> and we're going to start off because we got a little bit of um, something, something in our cup. So we're going to start off with um, Jonathan to my right. Can you tell the people what you have and what you're sipping on um, this time? This would be a concoction of grape juice and strawberry guava absolute vodka. No, I think it's Svetka. It's Svetka. Or Svetka. Yeah. 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 Tomato, tomato. Yes. Yeah. But it's still good. A concoction that was um, made up by yours truly. <laughs> by this one right here. Yes. So by my better looking half. Our, oh, mixologist. Yes. Yes. Our <laughs> our local mixologist. So, <laughs> Ethan. So what are you sipping on tonight? Just drinking some apple bourbon on the rocks. You know, keeping it simple. Mm. Mm. Come on, Miss Fancy mm. Girl. Mm. Well, you know, we just we were having a little bit of holiday cheer in our cups, but we're going to talk about the holidays as far as making sure that your cheer is, you know, that you stay cheerful and not yeah, spiteful. So we're going to talk about a little bit of how to um, approach the holidays as it relates to um, being around family, because I know a lot of times we're in toxic situations with family. And we're just going to give you a little tips and just kind of discuss how you can um, make the best out of the holidays without 
pulling your hair out. Um, you know, so we're going to talk about a little bit of that. We're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about um, what's going on in the news um, as far as entertainment is concerned. So we're just going to talk about all right, a little what's bit good, of this. everybody. Hey, you know what? First of all, we got to start off with this right here. I want to know can everybody hear me? Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, Jonathan, we're going to start off with you. Um, so what's been going on with you? Um, you know, I know the holidays is coming. Um, what are you um, looking forward to as far as the holidays are concerned? Um, what kind of advice could you give to people that are maybe going into the holidays? They may not have family. Or they, they may not have friends. Like, what kind of advice would you give them if they're dealing with, um, I don't know, just kind of making the best out of the holidays? What would you say to someone that's going through a lot this holiday season? I would say reach out to people who love you. Your chosen family. Even yeah. though, so I will say that my folks moved back from Arizona to Indiana after 20 years. And I'll be spending the holidays with them um, just because I haven't done it in so long. And my parents and I don't see eye to eye, but I try to make the best out of sometimes an untenable situation. Um, but I know 20 years ago it was probably a lot worse. There was a lot of fighting, anger, and, and you know, people who say that they're right and they're not right and so for those people who don't really have um, those family to rely on uh, reach out to the family that you've chosen yeah that's that's really the only um, advice I can give yeah do you kind of feel that sometimes that um, we take too much stock into blood family versus those who are our chosen family. I mean, do you think sometimes we just think by default that we should just put up with family because they are quote unquote blood related, especially yes. those that are in the LGBT community? Because um, luckily I have a very supportive family, but knowing a lot of people that don't have that um, support system, do you think a lot of times that we kind of put stock into people that are our blood family versus those who actually support us and they have been there more than um, our actual blood family? Yes. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those people who are blood family who don't align with my own values... Um, I tend to stay away from them. Yeah. Because they're going to cause me grief. Mm hmm. And I don't want grief in my life. <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of it in the past, and I've gotten away from that. And um, I feel better about myself knowing that I have a partner who loves me and his family that loves me, and I love them back. Mm hmm. And, um,. There's just a lot of people who are blood relatives that just don't see it that way. Oh, wow. So, Ethan, um, what are some things... Um, well, first of all, how have you been? Um, good. Okay. It's good. <laughs> and I know that you're going to um, go visit your family, too. Um, what advice would you give to anyone that's going through 
that you know through with that scenario where they're um, feeling like they're obligated to deal with their family during the holiday season but that that relationship and that bond isn't there like what tips would you give to kind of um, get through the holiday season well something that I've learned in my past just uh you know you 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 can't change sometimes you can change minds but sometimes when generations clash it just does not register like you you think that somebody's listening to an opinion you have or something that you want to tell them just just based off of your own lifestyle off of your own beliefs and you know you statistically you could be correct and it just won't change their mind at all because i know there are a couple members of my family because um like growing up we've always been blue values you know democratic believing you know and then it's just gone far red in the last you know last you know in the last few years of my life it's just it's astonishing just the amount of change that's happened and uh my advice especially for people who are used to that who know what they're gonna walk into visiting family who know that there are specific relatives that they could be getting into like a verbal altercation with regardless of immediate or or otherwise it's not worth the battle in the end it's like you gotta let things go grit your teeth you know why you know just bite down on your tongue and it just just let certain things go because like i said you can talk even members of your own family or friends you can talk to them until they're blue in the face and they just will not budge mm-hmm. on anything right so make just for your own mental health just you know let things slide off you're you're honestly we're, all, we're all there yeah we're all we're all there we're all gathered together you know the number one thing that everybody says that we're looking forward to in the holidays is you know the good food and that's it good you know if you're from a certain state and you know that you like the weather that's good too but like mm-hmm. that's for me that's what i'm looking forward to number one so yeah yeah well there's an article that is written by um a website um overcoming toxic people.com and we're just gonna give some quick um um resolutions or uh, ideas that you can you know kind of take with you during the holiday season to get through those those tough times um honestly i feel like at a certain point in your life i mean if you if you feel like you absolutely have to deal with these family members you know you gotta do what you have to do uh but i just feel like at a certain point in your life you should be able to um kind of shake the dust off your feet and just move on because why um, deal with people that aren't doing anything, especially if they're not doing anything for you. Like, why subjugate yourself to that level of abuse um, uh, with people that that aren't really feeling you? Like, they don't accept you. They don't care about you. So, why subjugate yourself to that? But for those that, that absolutely have to, um, you know, deal with family members, here's, here's a few tips from overcomingtoxicpeople.com um these are some of the things that they say you can do um number one you can be a beacon of light in a toxic situation in your family um number two focus on what you want out of the holiday so what i take from that is if you want peace if you want 
uh, resolution with your family, you got to focus on that. Don't go in with um, a negative mindset. Don't go in uh, on the, you know, uh, defense, you know, and just, you know, automatically assuming the worst. Um, number three, practice empathizing with toxic family members, past experiences. Um, I guess that's a good thing to, to keep in mind because in families, there is a lot of um, trauma, unspoken, a lot of things that are being swept swept under the rug, because there's a lot of families, especially here in the Midwest, in the Bible Belt, especially down south. You know, a lot of people are very traditional. They don't feel that you should be advertising, you know, your family business in the street. You know, you shouldn't be talking about it. You should just suck it up, deal with it, deal with mental Ill, people that have mental illness, uh, people that have character flaws, deal with narcissistic people all you know they just use the excuse well these people are just who they are we just have to deal with it so um in a way i kind of agree with this but in another way it's just like why are we empathizing with toxic people you know but another tip that they give is have a place and routine where you can recuperate again that is this is like you feel like you have to deal with these people because why Subjugate yourself to that abuse if you feel like you have to go through all this where you have to recuperate then Why even subject yourself to? These types of people and I mean that could mess with your mental health your physical health, so I mean That's another one. It's, I don't know subjective um, The next one is be proud if you can move the energy um in a positive direction so if you can that's wonderful like if you can uh, make a resolve um, if you can uh, get to that point to where there is uh, that positive resolution that's wonderful but I think a lot of times um, a lot of toxic uh, characteristics and things that are going on in families you really need to seek professional help that's that's if you choose to uh, salvage that relationship and finally um, we're going to go to the last one and separate yourself from the craziness of toxic people without withholding love. <laughs> and to me, I feel like that is actually a really good one. Um, you can love people from a distance. That doesn't mean you have to hate them. But you sometimes, in order to protect your sanity and peace of mind, you have to remove yourself from these people. You know what I mean? So um, those are just some of the tips that we can deal with, especially those that are in the LGBT community. You know, you, we, we are not all uh, fortunate to have people that accept us for who we are. Yes. So you have to just make do, especially if you're in a situation to where you are sometimes dependent upon family. So that's just some of the tips. I didn't know if you guys had anything else that you wanted to add, but um, I was just going to say in regards to, uh, you know, blood and you know family and stuff like that like you just because you're bound by that connection does not mean you need to keep it in your life especially if it's something that weighs on your conscience if it weighs on your mental health if you know that it affects you in a negative way that is impeding on your life in general um one of the biggest things that you know when i would get into you know in in the past when i would get into discussions with my family um because they, they say that they accept me. They say that they love me for who I am. They say that, you know, if, you know, this is my lifestyle and they accept it. Um, but then they go against that by, 
you know, voting for, you know, in politics, voting mm-hmm. for things that mm-hmm. would hurt me, uh, supporting things that are against me, supporting, you know, against the lifestyle and things like that. Like that's that that's not love. That's not acceptance. Like I told my grandma, this is my one of my favorite things that I said is you can't lead a double standard and oops, you can't lead a double standard and preach acceptance. Like that's not reality. Mm. That's so backwards. And that's yeah, and that's my two cents. <laughs> wow, I really like that last part that you can love someone from a distance. Which for me, I've I've been practicing that for a really long time, and I, I love my family. But yeah, it, it's that whole acceptance thing that I, I just want to um, echo your point, Ethan. Mm-hmm. That I don't seem to. I, it's like I have to accept them and their and what they do, and then they expect me to do what they do, and I don't want to do that because that's not me. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. They don't have to see what I do they don't have to accept what I do um, and sometimes sometimes blood is not thicker than water no it's, it's not, not at all. absolutely not and honestly at the end of the day it's their loss yeah because they didn't want to be around me they didn't want to see my struggle and whatnot so unfortunately at the end of the day, I, I have to have my own family, my own friends. Um, and you have to do that for yourself. You have yes. to separate that for me, for yourself. You have to lead your own life, make your own family. And it, I mean, it is, it's sad. It's sad that that's, we're still in this day and age, we're still coming to those conclusions and we're still separating and we're still losing loved ones over something like this. It's old habits die hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I really hope that um, someone could take something from this segment because I, I do feel that um, around this time of year, people do go through a lot of depression. A lot of people go through, um, I mean, especially a time of year where we're supposed, we've been, we've been told that we're supposed to feel, um, we're supposed to be happy, we're supposed to be grateful, we're supposed to be thankful, enjoy family, friends, and all that stuff. But for a lot of people, they... Are, this is a really sad and depressing time of year for them because a lot of people don't know how to deal with these situations. So yes. hopefully someone can take something from this segment and maybe implement it into their lives. So I didn't know if you guys had anything that you saw in the news that you um, would like to discuss. Um, I don't know who would want to go first or anything that you would like to talk about in general. Actually, um before we move forward, you actually brought up a word, thankful. And because we are um, getting into the holidays, I just want to say that I am thankful for you, Seneca, being in my life for five over five years. Um, we are on the road to being husbands. I'm very thankful for that. Um, Ethan, I'm very thankful for you. Um, you've been a very strong friend. And I love you. Love you too, and I'm I'm glad yeah. that we've 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 come together again. It's yes, it's been short since you know my past has come between us, but now that it's free and rekindled, and we're strong stronger friends than we ever have, and I think I'm thankful for that. Same. Yeah. There's a lot to that. Um, 
I'm thankful for. It's a lot that we all should be thankful for. You know, so it's so easy to focus on the negative. But like I said, I'm very um, thankful to have um, supportive friends, have a supportive um, partner, um, supportive family in general. Because like I said earlier, we all don't have that. So I'm just really thankful for so many things that um, I have. Like, um, I'm not the type of person I don't like dealing with a lot of people, but the core group of people that I do have, the core family that I do have, I couldn't ask for um, better people in my life. So um, it's just it's just a wonderful time of year just to reflect on the good rather the bad like because there's someone that's always worse off than you if you're if you're able to uh talk you're able to breathe you're in your right mind that is enough to be thankful for so let's just keep that that um attitude of thankfulness um and like i said it's, it's up to you you create your reality if you don't want negative t and toxic people in your circle or in your experience you have the right to exclude those people out of your life so i think a lot of times we can't create our own reality and we as adults especially if you're paying your own bills you're taking care of yourself you don't have to put up with negative or toxic people yes so we have to really keep that in mind um not only just during this time of year but throughout the entire year so um we're gonna move on um to the world of politics um, if you guys don't have anything else to discuss or if anything if you want to bring anything else up I mean honestly I, have, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention but yeah things that are gonna come up I couldn't <laughs> share my opinion on <laughs> yeah um, as you guys know um, we just uh, went through the midterm election so that was a pretty interesting you know thing <laughs> mm. um, red wave to a red Ripple and yes. double standards just pouring out of the woodwork. It's exactly, insane. exactly. <laughs> so that's why I said, man. You know, this was a very important election, and I think the people did come out, um, and they did let their voices be heard. Um, there was a lot of things um, at stake for this particular election, and I think a lot of people took on that challenge and went out to the polls and. Um, Voted, and I think that's what we have to do. We can't just sit by idly, especially since this is an LGBT based show. We, as people in the LGBT community, there's a lot that's on the line currently as far as marriage equality and just, um, just our basic rights. Like, um, there's some states where they're trying to go against our health care rights, you know what I mean? Um, something that is you know, you think it's just a God even right where you should have access to, to health care. There's certain states where they're trying to push against that. And that's very scary. So that's why you can't and we've discussed this on this show before. No right is absolute. You know, um, if it hasn't been heard by the Supreme Court, I mean, or if it, if it makes it up to the Supreme Court, you know, depending on um, their stances on things or how they interpret the law. You know, things that we have taken for granted, those can be snatched from us. So we really can't assume that we are safe or we're in a comfortable situation. I know so many gay people that feel like they 
They don't have to vote. They don't have. They they have their heads stuck in the sand, and I just think that's very disgusting. You know, any community, like even in the black community, we have some people that 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 feel like, oh, I'm gonna protest by not voting. I said, what is wrong with you? Especially in the midterm elections, like why would you sit out um, during a pivotal time, like especially this time in history? Why would you sit back and just allow um, these opposing? Uh, Parties to come in and potentially take your rights from you. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Well, I would like to report on something that just happened this week. And this is from The Advocate, um, November 14th, by Trudy Ring. The U.S. Senate will vote this week on the Respect for Marriage Act, which would write marriage equality into federal law, Majority Leader Chuck Chuck Schumer said on Monday. Schumer made the announcement after a bipartisan group of senators agreed on the amendment to the bill aimed at allying or allaying concerns about its effects on religious liberty. Wow. That's pretty big. Very big. You know, and um, isn't that like, too, that they're bringing up um, interracial marriage as well? Absolutely. So, like I said, you know, there's a lot of things that's, that's going to be... Yeah, coming up where they're going to be um, pushing these things up to the Supreme Court. Like even um, as far as affirmative action, that's I'm telling you, it's a lot that is at stake. And so many times we we just have gotten comfortable to where we just feel that these things are just basic civil liberties. And they're not. These things can be challenged at the Supreme Court level. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have to follow politics. Don't get bamboozled by people that's telling you to sit things out. Especially at a local level, because local politics, it impacts your everyday life. You have to get involved. You have to know what's going on in your local government, because these are th- these people influence your life. They influence everything that's going on in your city and in your local government. So we can't sit by idly and just, you know, just hide our heads in the sand and just be like, whatever, you know, this doesn't impact me because it, it, it will eventually, especially if you're a tax paying citizen, you know, you really need to know what's going on with your money. You need to know who's representing you. Um, like here, like even the prosecutor, I'm going to give you a good example, like the prosecutor's race in Marion County. That was a very pivotal election. And luckily people did come out and um, vote in record numbers. Um, and, you know, uh, because you could have someone that's conservative that comes in and then attacks certain communities and change things around to where you just you just don't know. So you can't really just take advantage of the fact that, you know, well, my vote's not going to count. And why should I get involved? You can't do that. So I'd like to um, add um, that the what the Respect for Marriage Act will do is require the federal government to recognize a marriage between two individuals if the marriage was valid in the state where it was performed and bar anyone acting under a state law from denying full faith and credit to a marriage based on the sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin of the spouses. Additionally, it would repeal the Defense of Marriage Act, which prevented the federal government for recognizing same-sex marriages and allowed states to refrain from recognizing those performed in other states. DOMA is unenforceable since its invalidation by the U.S. Supreme Court 
and the first part of 2013 and the second part of 2015 and remains on uh, part of the federal law. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to uh, add that little bit yeah. because I think that's very important. Very important. Very important. So, Ethan, what do you feel about all of that? Well, <clears throat> um, I mean, it's important. It's important to... Uh, get word out there it's important for people to march and and people have been going out in droves in support of you know their own beliefs and things like that but you know in re- in regards to just you know everything comes back to religion everything comes back to you know what what you what you believe as far as that goes and um people invoke that to kind of further their agenda as far as their beliefs go and um I think that it's it's become it's become so toxic because a lot of people are you know a lot of people don't know but you know especially like newer generations and things like that like people are moving away from religion because of that because of the damaging effects that it has but because religion has such such hold of our government still um you know it, it just from just from that aspect like leading leading government with religion i mean you know like i said like when times move forward and things change like i i have hope i have optimism for the future with that because you know we're leaning more towards like individual beliefs rather than just mainline religions so i mean i think that'll help a lot you know in the future future elections and things like that Mm -hmm. i hate the fact that it's an us versus them yeah mentality but at the end of the day, those people who are against me get out and vote. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Every single election cycle. And there's a lot of people on our side that would just rather sit out a voting cycle because they think, well, it doesn't do anything. No, it does. Voting really does do things. Yeah. But the the people who are on the lower... Like, you know, when you have one side that has more control, like, you know, Republican Party, like, a lot of Democrats, I feel, or a lot of, you know, people who are in between also feel like it it doesn't matter what they do because, you know, it's just going to lean towards that side anyway. Right. And that's also a problem. Right. Yeah. Well, also, I want to bring up um, with the midterm elections, um, I don't know if you guys um, paid attention, um, Trump has officially announced that he is running for um, 20 to 2024 election, and um, there's been a lot of mixed reviews about um, his announcement. Um, I had the unfortunate opportunity to listen to his rambling speech. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so, I, you know, <laughs> but it was just one of those things you have to kind of hear. As much as it, it pains you to listen to the opposing side, you have to you have to be aware of what's going on. Yes. And I've, um, it's, it's very going to be very interesting for 2024. You have a lot of people in the Republican Party that feels like Donald Trump is not making the cut anymore. And listening to his speech, um, yeah, I see why. Like, um, he wasn't as radical, but I feel like I've heard a lot of schools of thought of 
why he wasn't as radical during his this speech is because uh, there's certain things going on where he has to kind of play the game right now. But um, it's really crazy that this individual is still delusional. Um, there hasn't been any growth, any change. Like this guy is really just, it, it, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really even know, know what to say. Um, to me, it was just like the biggest waste of about an hour that I actually sat there and listened to this individual um, that, you know, just took the credit for a lot of things that he had nothing to do with. Um, it's just, it's, it's, and it's really sad when even your own family does not even want to be involved with your campaign because they don't want the negative publicity. They don't want the drama. They don't want the stress. And a lot of people in his in his uh, party are starting to turn their back on them because he is really giving them a bad name. Like um, even Candace Owens. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Like him and Candace Owens have had um, a little bit of falling out going on and stuff like that. So it's just to me, I feel like and with her, that's just a mess right there. It just feels like Selling your people out, there's no retirement plan in that. Like, it's just kind of funny that she still hasn't learned from people like Stacey Dash. She hasn't learned from people like Mama Rosa. Like, you, you, he does not care about you. He is using you as a tool. And it's just like, now you're seeing this negative side of this individual. And now you just, you know, it, it, it's sad. It's really sad. This man um, has no loyalty to anybody. He, he even threw Mike Pence under the bus. And I have a very low opinion of Mike Pence. Like, you know, <laughs> those of you that don't know, we are based out of Indianapolis. And he used to be our former governor. And I just look at him. He, he's a shell of a man. Like, how he dealt with that whole January 6th situation. And he will not acknowledge the fact that Donald Trump threw him under the bus. And it's just disgusting that this man will not grow a set of cojones. Hmm. Or balls, or whatever you want to say, and just come out and say that. Yeah, well, admit that you were throw, thrown under the bus by Donald Trump. You know what I mean? So it's just really sad. There's a lot going on in the Republican Party. It's going to be very interesting in the upcoming months to see um, if anybody's going to um, try to, you know, that you know, who's going to try to jump into this election. Um, I don't know. I really thought that um, the interview with Pence, I think it was George Stephanopoulos recently, um, I thought that was very interesting timing, especially after that's, it's after the midterm elections and the Republicans didn't um, get that red wave that they thought that they were going to get. And then all of a sudden he says, well, Trump put me and my family in danger. You can take that for what it's worth, right? But um, I, I just find that whole thing suspect. Because mm-hmm. it, it, and going back to Trump himself, um, I honestly don't know how things are going to go this time around. I, there's a there's a lot of people that are turning on him. A lot in his in the Republican Party are turning on him. Fox News mm-hmm. is turning on him. Um, a lot of people in the evangelical circles are turning on him, and 
that's going to cause a huge rift. Yeah. Um, well, and it's it's going to bring a lot of stuff to the back to the table that it did in 2016. Like, and that's just going to cause a lot of waves, and like people already know what his, what his values are, so that's not going to help him either. Yeah. I and I honestly, yeah, I I can't say one way or another um, who's going to be getting the nomination. Mm. Well, for the listeners who who didn't know this, his Twitter account has been restored thanks to Elon Musk. Oh, so <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be great. That's a joke. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to get into that in a little bit because it's like now with that whole situation with Twitter, um, that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Twitter is no longer a thing in the next year. Like, um, just the way that Elon Musk has came in and just decimated that, uh, decimated the, you know, Twitter. It's just, it's, it's really, it's sad. It's really sad. Like, and a lot of people have lost their li- um, livelihood. Um, a lot of people were laid off. Um, it's, it's just, it's half just the workforce. Yeah, half the workforce. You know, um, the, well, the big change that I heard with specifically with Twitter, Elon Musk comes in. It's affecting the code writers. The code mm-hmm. writer, like he's listed every everything out, and he's only taking the top. You know, which you know logistically doesn't make any sense because you got lower code writers that are doing specific things for the platform as well. So laying them off is just going to like light a candle and blow them up. Yeah. So, and Elon doesn't have a history with that. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know how to make the right decisions based off of that. So, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot, a lot going on. Um, did you guys hear that um, Nancy Pelosi has stepped down from um, the House Speaker? Um, yes. Yes. Bro, and um, she she's doing it in efforts, according to her. Uh, she's doing that in hopes that she can make room for uh, the younger generation to come in and to um, into the world of politics, especially as as far as the Democratic Party or the Progressive Party is concerned. Um, I think it's probably deeper than that because um, a lot of stuff that's been going on in her personal life, especially with her husband, with that whole situation. Um, which that was kind of yeah, that was very, very, very um, scary and very unfortunate. Yes. So I think, to me personally, I don't know, but I'm just look, reading between the lines. I feel like it has a lot to do with that because now she's at that age now where you know sh- she shouldn't have to deal with that, and her family is now being put in jeopardy. So it's it's probably um, other. Um, Variables that that um, that kind of constitute why she is stepping down from that role, but um, there's an article by MSN um, that, that's kind of um, stating that looking back on her track record, she has been a very vocal um, proponent for the LGBT community. Yes, and um, she has taken a stand for them historically. You know what I mean? Um, there's five different cases that they outlined in this particular um, article, and one of them is that she was an early HIV advocate at the time when few politicians were. And anybody that has followed that, like um, that that knows about 
HIV or that knows about that time during history, that very dark period in the LGBT community, there were a lot of politicians that wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they I guess they had the school of thought to where it was something that wasn't impacting them, so they didn't want to touch it. And that's how that's how a lot of politicians are with um, several issues. Like you even look at the crack epidemic, or look at like some of these epi- like situations that they felt that they were far removed from it. Um, you know, or certain things that impact certain populations to where they can't no can no longer contain it. And once it starts impacting their community, then all of a sudden they want to speak up and be a voice for that particular ill or whatever's going on at that time. So um, that's one instance that she was an advocate. Um, she was also being a very vocal advocate for marriage equality over a decade before the Democratic president even mentioned it. So she was she was pretty much out there um, speaking up on these issues, speaking out on these issues, even before it was popular to do so. Um, another time that she has been an advocate for the LGBT community is that she oversaw the passage of the first two major LGBTQ equality bills. Um, number four, she stood up to Donald Trump attacks on transgender rights. Um, and this was specifically in um, 2019 when Speaker Pelosi um, did uh, not only did she hang did Speaker Pelosi hang a trans flag outside her office in 2019 um, she joined the other congressional lawmakers who did so to show solidarity despite the then President Donald Trump's repeated attacks on the community so she has also been a very big advocate on trans rights and number five she has got the house um, to support LGBTQ rights time and time again even when the Senate wouldn't cooperate. So these are the people that we need to be paying attention to. Hopefully whoever takes the mantle after she, you know, now that she has stepped down, hopefully they will continue the work in um, the LGBT community. So that, that comes to where we have to know who these people are that are being voted into office so we, we can make sure that whoever takes her place is continuing the work that she started. Yes. So, yeah, that's just something that I just wanted to bring up. Okay. Yep. So, um, moving on, let's see what else is going on. Um, the Griot did a, um, they did a article um, discussing Trump's run for president and, and how it is pretty much being seen as a threat to black and LGBT communities. Again, you know, we have to know who is in office. We have to know their stances on things and we have to get out here and vote. Um, I think another thing that we have to do too as a community um, is make sure we're just not blindly voting for somebody because they're in a particular office. Because you have a lot of times too there are people that come to your community to get your vote and then after they get into office they do nothing for your community so you can't just assume because someone is with a certain political affiliation that they're going to do the work for your community so um but then again when you have someone that is vocal against your community 
you have to make sure that person get doesn't get voted in as well. So um, there's a lot of work that we have to do as a community in between um, now and the 2024 elections to make sure that we we do not have people um, being voted into office that oppose our lifestyles or who we are as individuals. So yes, yep. Um, yeah. So we're gonna move on to um, Grammy nominations. As you guys know, um, the Grammys. Uh, have released the nominations for 2023 and we're just going to go over a couple of them we're not going to really go over um all the categories because there's just so many of them but um let me pull up my list the grammy nominations for this year i mean this is coming from cnn.com there is a list of people um record of the year there is a toss-up between um, Adele. She has a song out, Easy On Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul, which is a very classic um, album that outlines the struggles and the history of the LGBT community. Um, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. Um, Woman by Doja Cat. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. The Heart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time by Lizzo. As it was by Harry Styles and also You and Me on the Rock by Brandy Carly featuring Lucius. So that's that's going to be a really tight category right there. Um, song of the Year. Um, some of these songs I haven't even heard of. But honey, I don't follow these. I don't follow the scene like I used to. Um, Lizzo has a song out um, about damn time. Um, I'm just going to go down some of the people that I recognize. Um, Break My Soul by Beyonce, um, Easy On Me by Adele, uh, God Did by Tariq Azuz, um, The Heart Part 5, Jake Kosick, and Just Like That by Bonnie Raitt. So that is it. And then the album of the year, we have contenders such as um, The Renaissance by Beyonce again. Um, Lizzo, she has her album out um, by um, the, the, the title of Special. Um, Harry's House by Harry Styles. Um, these other people, I'm not really sure. Uh, Mary J. Blige, she has a... Uh, I haven't even heard that one from Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Good Morning Gorgeous. I've heard it, yeah. Um, a lot of people recognize, you know, kind of use that terminology. Use, you know, uh, Good Morning Gorgeous. and mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of new artists. there. This year, there's um, for people that I haven't heard of, Anita, Amar Apollo, Domi and J.D. Beck, Mooney Long, some, uh, Samara Joy, um, Lotto, which I've heard of Lotto, um, Mainskin, Toby McGuire, uh, Molly Tuttle. Toby and, McGuire? I mean, Toby. Man- Maniskin, I like Maniskin. No, Toby Nguigi. Nagu- Nagu- oh, no, I said McGuire, Lord have mercy. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> Wet lag. <laughs> Um, there's several pa- uh, categories, and you can go look at these categories. It's, I mean, just tons of people. Um, the R&B category, I don't even recognize any of these people. Like R&B is just like really a dying art form. It's not the same as, and it's evolved a lot yeah, recently. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah. Um, the only person that I really recognize is um, Jasmine Sullivan and PJ Morton which I really think those are two 
talented um, artist, but um, these other people I have not heard of. Um, so you can go on CNN.com. They have that, um, have those categories listed. Um, they have the best rock, best country album, um, even down to the, the to the best gospel album. So that's going to be very interesting to see um, who wins those nominations this year. Um, I feel lame. I do too. I haven't I heard a, a, a lot of these. A lot of the songs um, that come out either blow up on TikTok or something, and I'm that that's where I really hear them from. So yeah. like the ones that Seneca was listening out, I was like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't listen to the radio anymore. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's that. a lot of people that are into that. I can't even tell you the last time I have listened to like even like basic. FM radio, like our, our local R&B and hip-hop station. I can't even tell you the last time I turned that on. Like, with, you know, YouTube now and so many other platforms, like, you can listen to, um, you can do, uh, yeah, it's, 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 I don't even know of many people that listen to traditional radio anymore. Like, it's, um, yeah. I'm really surprised ABBA has made a comeback. I feel like a lot of artists are making comebacks, making different renditions of their song, like Elton John. Like, he came yeah. out with that uh, Hold Me Closer with Britney Spears. I love that That's song. song. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I will definitely say, like, as far as Elton John, he is he has definitely stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like, he has been able to stay relevant on, um, stay relevant for, I don't even know how many years he's been in the music industry but he has been able to maintain some plus. Like, mm-hmm. yeah like he's been able to maintain some sort of relevance for many years so there are artists that they can still do it you know what i mean um but it's one of those industries you know you have to stay on top of um the trends you have to stay relevant yeah. and um yeah even madonna's um trying to reinvent herself in her 60s yeah and Cher's still going at it too. Ooh, y'all see yeah. that? Uh, girl, did y'all see that? Um, she got her little young thing now, you know, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. she's pulling the youth out of that thing. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to Cheers. really be. I'm trying to be PG thirteen on this. But baby, Good she's for su- her. She's sucking the youth out of that thing, and she's sucking some other things out of that thing. But yeah, there's some people that's been calling her out, and I can't remember who the artist was, but they they were calling out. Saying, I guess they feel that well, you you you're trying to just use these young black guys and this that and the other. I'm like, child, I ain't got time for it. Like, if she want to suck on some 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 young black ping, let us suck on the young black pings. I'm pretty sure he's getting something out of the deal too. So he ain't some unwilling participant that ain't getting nothing out of the deal. So. If she wants to go after these young men, if she wants to, um, amen, yeah, amen. just let her go on ahead. That's right. I'll drink to that. Yes. So, but I will say this though: Did y'all hear that? Um, and I was skimming through the article. I seen that R. Kelly is. Oh no! Yes, but they said some of them cases might get thrown out. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, some of them cases really? in Chicago. So. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We're gonna do an update on that on the next show. But I was just reading through the um, through uh, some of the headlines, and they a couple of them were alluding to that. Like, um, but I don't know if he's gonna walk free or because he has cases in other states. 
So maybe it's just those might get thrown out. I don't know. But yeah, so. Uh, That's got to be on a technicality. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. So. Mm, but. Um, I didn't hear about that either. Yeah. Uh, trying to see what else is going on in the news. Um, as y'all know, Kanye West, he's he's going oh down. He, Lord. Uh, and they say he done lost his endorsement from um, Adidas. So he's just, I don't know. I just I don't really know what's going on. I don't know if the industry is driving him crazy. If he's seen things in the industry, I just, I just don't know. But it's just like nobody is around him that is pulling him to the side and telling him, "Look, dude, you need to shut your mouth because you are losing everything." You know what I mean? And you know the industry that you're in. They will build you up and tear you down. And you messing around with these these powerful people. You, don't be surprised if you will find him dead somewhere. Like, you have to really be careful when you are in the industry and you're speaking up or speaking out against the powers that be. You know what I mean? So, it's just one of those things, you know, it's it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, there's, <laughs> I don't know if you if y'all saw that, that gift that, or that meme that came out on Facebook. <laughs> so, it was like, all on horseback, it was uh, Trump, Putin, Mike, and then Kanye were all sitting shirtless on horseback. Somebody had made that and post. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it was something else I seen. Um, uh, we, oh, yeah, we've been losing a lot of artists lately. Um, I know you guys heard about Aaron Carter. Yes. Yep. Oh my that was God. just very unfortunate that um, he had passed. Um, it, it's really sad that these these young people get in these industries and they don't really have people looking out for them. They get addicted to these drugs. And the fans um, turn on them. Yes. Like crazy. Yeah. It's and, disgusting. And it doesn't help either that they don't really have family that's looking out for them. You know, the family is in there spending their money up. They're not making sure that they're staying on the straight and narrow. It's, it's just really sad. And I think he was just a victim of... It, it was a perfect storm of different things. Like, you know what I mean? And it, it's just sad. And, and but throughout his youth, uh, he had been dealing with just struggles with his mental health. And I yeah. uh, I was watching an, a snippet of like an E! An e Entertainment video that they uh, interviewed him for. And he was talking about how... Um, you know, when he was young and just getting popular and how he did, like, on MTV, they had their MTV cribs and they were showing, like, the houses and stuff. Like, at the same time, his parents had just told him they were getting a divorce. Mm, and they told mm, him, you mm. still have to do the show. Really? You still have to do the show, yeah. And he's just, he's bawling his eyes out, like, and, like, his struggles with uh, with addiction and all this stuff. And the fans turned on him. They turned on him said that he was worthless, he, he should kill himself, and that he looked like he had HIV or AIDS. Oh, my God. Just disgusting stuff. Wow. People are ruthless. People are awful. That's and why that you, was you, before Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. That's why you can't get caught up in this fame because you, you look at, you know, the fame, you look at, the you know, you all these fans and stuff. These fans are fickle. They'll love you today, and they'll be trying. They'll be crying to crucify them tomorrow. You know what I mean? They, they'll crucify you tomorrow. So even over something really little, little, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just sparks a fire, and then that's it. Yeah. All of a sudden, your name is mud. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and not only that, um, the whole situation with takeoff from the Migos—that's just a very sad and unfortunate 
thing like this this young tart this young talented artist has lost his life at the age of 28 over a senseless act of violence so um it's it's, it's just really sad like those of you that don't know who takeoff is he is a part of a, a rap trio called the migos and um, one of the me members of migos is cardi b's husband and um they're all related. They're all family and stuff like that. But there's been turmoil and just drama within that can in that in that group for quite some time. But um, yeah, Takeoff lost his life down in Texas, um, Houston, I believe, and it was all due to like some something that was just trivial. It wasn't even anything big. So there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of rumors going on um, that. Uh, hip-hop artist and icon Jay Prince, their family had something to do with it. It's just a lot of um, things that are going on and it's being speculated that um, that their family was supposed to be looking out for them but there was some gunshots that was it was crazy. Just the situation bottom line it was a situation that shouldn't have taken place. You know what I mean? So you know, our thoughts and prayers are um with that family, like there's been a lot of young artists that have lost their lives this year, and you know that goes to show you that these people have real life problems. Don't think because these people are celebrities that they're making millions, um, that they're they they don't have problems. You know, and a lot of people are living these lifestyles. Most of these artists are living these lifestyles, and they don't they're not even about that life. You know, they're trying to uphold this image this bad boy image and you know they end up losing their lives behind that you know what i mean so you know anybody that's looking to get into the entertainment industry or people that are or people that are just looking on the outside outside looking in don't uh, don't assume that these people haven't made because there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that we don't even understand you know that we don't know as the public. You know what I mean. So, Do you think a lot of it's ego driven? Definitely, I, I I think it is ego driven. Um, I think that's that's part of it. What what from from what side though? Ego from the celebrity or from fans? Um, both, but even amongst like the celebrities, like okay. there's a lot of egos between them, a lot of jealousy. Um, you have people that feel like they. Should be at where that person is, or they see that that person got this fame, they got this notoriety, they have all this okay. money and stuff, and jealousy creeps into that too. It's it's a lot of factors. It's not just one thing, you know. Um, but all I can say is, like these people, once you come up, you really need to change your circle. You need to be about your money and stay out of the foolishness. You know what I mean? Keep your nose clean. And you gotta you, watch what you say too. You you do, yeah. especially you on do. social media platforms. Right, absolutely. Right, right. So, um, it's just unfortunate. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, it was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, we talked about Elon Musk. We talked about um, the LGBT community and the importance of us being politically involved. Um, we talked about the Grammys. And um, there's a there's another case I wanted to talk about. There's one more case I want to talk about before we get off the air. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick show tonight. A little bit over an hour tonight, but I just wanted to do a quick show. But there is a young lady 
and I don't know if you guys have heard about that. It's now starting to um, hit the mainstream news. There was a young lady by, um, let me get her name right, or the name of Shanquilla Robinson. And she went to Cabo, Mexico, like with some friends of hers that she, she thought they were her friends, but I feel like they were setting her up. They went um, to Cabo on a vacation. These are people she went to college with. These are people that her family knew. Like, it's, it's just sad. She thought these people was her friends. They set her up. They beat her to death down there. Golly. And then um, they brought her belongings back and told her family, oh, well, she died of alcohol poisoning. And, and now a lot of stuff is coming out about how... Um, she was getting set up by these people and it, it's a lot of things that are coming out and then to the point to where a lot of these individuals that were involved they have um, changed their numbers they have fled uh, and moved to different states it's just really sad and her parents are really left with a lot of unanswered questions but what we can take away from this situation is you really need to know who you're dealing with because you have a lot of people that are jealous of you there are a lot of people that are um it, it's a lot of things that are going on and we're going to follow the story because i'm just now really digging into the story but um a lot of the stories aren't adding up and it's really going to be left up to the fbi to investigate this case because this took place outside of the country in Mexico and the Mex Mexican authorities are acting like they don't really want to get involved in it. They don't care. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, they have doxxed these people. A lot of people have found out where these people have moved. A lot of them have shut down their social media sites. They have changed their phone numbers. And my thing is, if, if you didn't have anything to do with it or if it wasn't foul play, why are you guys fleeing? Like, why are you closing down social media platforms? Why are you changing your numbers? So, like I said, like, these young girls, they said the girl was, they videotaped the girl getting beat. The girl didn't obviously want to fight back. You know, it's, there was a lot of rumors. They mm -hmm. said, at first, well, was the girl transgender? She's not, her family said she's not transgender. It's just a lot of rumors that have been coming out. So... Like I would tell these young people, you better know who your friends are. Mm -hmm. You better know when you go out of town with people, you better know um, who you're dealing with. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that it was a setup. You know, um, one of the guys was on a Facebook Live. They was calling calling them out. There was a couple interviews that were done by um, YouTube personalities. And these people are stupid. They get on these, pro, these, these platforms and run their mouths. And they don't realize that this stuff could be used against them in the court of law mm -hmm. in the future. So it's it's really sad. So that's just a precautionary tale that you have to have discernment when you're dealing with people because everybody is not your, your friend. Everybody does not have your best interest in heart. And we can even apply that to the LGBT community because there's a lot of fickle, fake people that act like they're your friends, but they're, it's all about show. It's all about ego is all about you know it's very these people are very fake and shallow so mm -hmm. you have to look out for people like that you were telling me about a situation i don't know if you want to bring it up on the air about a local drag queen in indiana and tara hope about how um in her passing 
a lot of the people that were um, associated with her, none of them have came out and said, none of the drag people in the drag community here in Indianapolis have said anything about her passing. If you have her name, like the name of the, the drag queen, because I, I think we went to see Marcy her. Marcy Dupree. Marcy Dupree. And it's a damn shame that y'all tired ass drag queens and people from the LGBT community, and I'm saying it, Y'all people sit up here and y'all get in these clubs and it's all sister, I love you and hug each other and cry and do all this fake, well, I call it faggotry pageantry. Y'all do all this stuff and then when it when the rubber meets the road, you guys aren't there for each other. Mm-hmm. Y'all are so fake and y'all are so phony, especially in the Indianapolis community. The gay community in Indianapolis is very phony. Y'all shallow and then it just shows. You know what I mean? So... It's sad that this woman has lost her life and none of y'all have even came out and supported this woman. You know what I mean? Or this this performer, I will say. You know, it's it's sad. It's very sad. And it's hard sometimes it's just really hard to be associated with a lot of people in our own community. Messy. Who are very messy. It's sad it's sad that it takes someone to die to find that out. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's why I tell y'all all the time, honey, I'm, I'm fine with my little close circle, my family, and my close group of friends. I don't need to be liked. I don't need to be recognized by a bunch of people. I don't need to be fake and be up in front of everybody's face and, 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 and need all this approval. Because the first time you say one little small thing, they'll be ready to crucify you. One thing that they don't agree with... Because there's a couple of drag queens in Indianapolis, and I'm not going to say no names, but y'all phony as hell, y'all smile and tap dance, and y'all y'all do all this stuff, but then I'll be looking in your comments, and the first time you say something that's slightly controversial, and it doesn't even have to be anything that's really controversial, all these people are turning on your ass. So, it's like, y'all sit up here and want all this approval from these people, and then, you know, at the end of the day, they don't give a damn about you as long as you're standing and doing what they want you to do mm-hmm. then you in their good graces but the, the moment you have a slightly opposing opinion then they're ready to throw your behind under the bus so it's just a precautionary tale yes yeah <laughs> I mean what can he say honestly nothing you can say I, I mean I, yeah I have no words and Seneca laid it all, laid it all out for us like mm-hmm and they don't know. They don't believe us. I mean, they won't. I mean, because it's just ignorance breeds ignorance, even in our own community. It does. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can bring proof to the table, and they still won't, and they still won't listen Fake no matter who they news. are. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. But, yeah, that's, we just wanted to come to you guys and do a quick show we haven't been on. We're going to try to do a better job in um, <laughs> doing regular shows. But um, we are back, and hopefully we can do another show before Christmas and, you know, to bring out the, you know, to um, bring in the holidays and bring in the new year. So, yeah, yeah, um, you're going to probably um, not hear from us, though. Like, we're going to try to do another show, but... We got we got some things coming up, and we'll let you guys know in the future. But just some personal things that are going on. I don't want to spoil the good news yet, but um, we're, we're in the process of doing some things right now. 
So we probably won't be doing shows as frequently until after the beginning of the year, I'm hoping. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm really, really in a good space right now in life. Um, like I said, this has very, been a very good year for me. I can't speak for anybody else, but uh, I, I feel like I've been very blessed. Um, and it really feels good to reflect on... Um, the year during this time of year during Thanksgiving. Like, it's so much that I'm thankful for. Um, I don't know. I didn't know if you guys have any final words or anything that you want to bring up before we close out. Well, I have another takeaway just, just from regards to family moving into the Thanksgiving season and Christmas. Um, I mean, this might sound a little dark but I mean just because in regards to just family just because your family birthed you and raised you for however long it took you to leave the nest does not mean that you have a ball and chain um, unless your family supports you supports you supports your life supports your decisions whether it's emotional support and or financial support um, you have no use for them honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blood is not thicker than water. Uh, blood can be watered down. Blood can be turned into something else, toxic, and it's not worth your mental health. It's not worth, in some cases, unfortunately, your physical health. Wow. Um, and yeah, I just i I want to encourage people. You know, if if it's some if you know it's it's something that's impending that you know that it's going to be toxic, skip it. Skip mm. it move on move forward have a friends giving have a friend miss like yeah it's not it's not great worth idea. It. it's not worth it and you and, and you can do that any time of the year don't let the holidays yeah. get you down exactly. if you want to get together with your friends you can do that any time of the year yep it's about loving and appreciate the appreciating the people that are in your corner yes you know and you don't need a special holiday or time of year to do that and that's why i want to really drive that point home like you know don't don't allow this time of the year be to be the only time that you really show up love and appreciation mm-hmm. you know because i'm gonna tell you now like people are here today and they're gone tomorrow people are checking out of here and you and, and, and it's you just don't know like if anything that we should we should be learning um especially with everything that has taken place in the past couple of years we really need to realize that um Nobody's promised tomorrow. Like no, like there's so many people that were here a year ago, around this time of the year, like last year, and they're not here anymore. And it's not people that are older; it's people that are around our age. Like you, you just don't know. So that's the thing. Like I said, just just love the people around you that love you and appreciate you. You know, and like you said. If, if those people are your family, those are the people that you need to love and appreciate. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. all I have to say. That's all I got for you. All I got to say is happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy we'll come, Thanksgiving. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Actually, Ethan, it was your birthday. It was my birthday. Happy yes. belated birthday. Yes. It was in October. And yes. <laughs> Ooh, that that I didn't make it up here in time to spend it with you guys. I'm sorry. But. Was that, is that? No, no. Scorpio. Are you a Scorpio? No, Libra. Libra. Yeah. All right, man. Yes. <laughs> And um, the viewers can interpret that however they want. Right. You know. 
<laughs> whatever, whatever you read, it's the truth. That's Girl, what I, I ain't am, trying to so. be Miss Cleo or nothing. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to do all that now. Well, but this yeah. drink's really good. <laughs> yes. I want to really thank everybody that has tuned in tonight because I know this was a last minute show. We didn't really even promote this. But I just wanted to um, do a little something um, for the holidays because I know typically I try to do something every year um, just depending on what's going on. Doing some type of show like on the Urban Wire we do some type of holiday show whether it's a Christmas or um, pre-Christmas or pre-Thanksgiving show. So we just wanted to do a little something special for you guys. We are going to do better in um, doing uh, regular shows and getting on the schedule. But you know with life, you know, life happens. So we just, you mm -hmm. know, we try to do a production for y'all and give you what we can when we can. Um, anytime you want to get involved, feel free. Like anyone that wants to um, potentially be a commentator, let us know. Um, you can contact us or contact me at seharris02 at gmail.com or ucofw.nd at gmail.com. Um, also, we are on YouTube. Check us out. We have excerpts of our shows. Um, we have commentaries. We have like videos stemming way back to 2008. Ooh. So get on there. I'm telling you, um, we are approaching 2,000 um, um, subscribers. So just get on there and do that. Um, we are also on all major platforms as far as our podcast is concerned. Um, we are under the Urban Wire Media Network. Right now on our network, we have the Urban Wire and the T. So hopefully in the show in the future we'll have more shows. Which we actually technically we have three shows that I do the weekend report sometimes if something comes up. So um in between that we'll have documentaries come up, special reports or whatever. So um get on there, get involved. Um like I said we're on YouTube, um we're on Blog Talk Radio and, and but I have the podcast dispersed to all major platforms so you can find us on there. Um, trying to think of what else is going on. Um, we're going to be covering more events hopefully in the next year. Um, this year we did a couple concert series. Um, Patti LaBelle, we still have some of her clips on YouTube. Um, we've had local gospel artists, um, Napoleon Williams, True Friends, True Praise. Um, we have a performance from Ricky Dillard on there. Like, so we're going to be having a lot more covering a lot more concerts, we're going to be doing interviews, we're going to be covering events, so 2023, we're going to definitely give you more. Um, we're hoping to kind of partner with people, so maybe people out of state that want to um, join our family and, you know, report on things that's going on, um, let us know. We're looking to also highlight different organizations that are making a difference in the area. We're going to be doing more educational stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of people need to know, like, how what are the steps of buying a house we're going to talk about that we're going to just give you a lot more in 2023 so um just just waiting for some things to smooth out and you'll you'll be seeing a lot more in the upcoming year so i don't know is that pretty much all you guys have i think that's it yeah yeah all right Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Right. Let's, let's do a toast on yes. here. Yes. Love y'all. Love, Love you. you. All righty. <laughs>